0: You're listening to Hurt At Sports Radio. We're halfway through the show here on Hurt At Sports Radio. We've got your signing day coverage here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, along with Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can be a part of the show. You can call in on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline, 888 638 4876. I asked the question before the break. This is the most excited you've been for Nebraska football since what? And I asked you to fill in the br- the blank. I know Andrew was thinking about it over the I didn't Break. have to think too hard. Didn't have to think I too didn't hard. have to date myself. Um, <laughs> Ken didn't mind dating himself. He said 1992. So Ken's talking about the freshman year of Tommy Frazier. Was he a good player? Uh, he was pr- pretty solid. I will take Tommy Frazier. That, uh, that, uh, that'll work. If, if Dylan Rayola has the same career trajectory as Tommy Frazier, I think the state might explode. Um, in a good way that is uh, that was Ken's answer TK says he's on an infinite loop of each year <laughs> being the most excited he's ever been only to be disappointed uh, so we we appreciate the honesty and self-awareness there TK um, continue to chime in with yours either on YouTube Twitter I'm at RA Lula or at Andrew Rogers CC, <laughs> there we go. I could never remember. At it's Andrew not Rogers, hard. CC. <laughs> I know. Uh, I may have to change the CC though. You may. <laughs> you may. You need like 20 stats of, or you need 20 20 CCs of Andrew Rogers stat. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the uh, the uh, most excited you've been for Nebraska yeah. football since I came up with three. Heath says, Sue 09 was the most recent excitement mm. for football. Good one. Uh, Good what one. was? Because and yours is yours is skewed more recent. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're from Missouri. You're you're a transplant here. Uh, you've you've really embedded yourself here. But your your rolodex of Nebraska football, in terms of being here, mm-hmm. is a little bit shorter. So I'm interested to see from your standpoint, what what have been the exciting moments in recent history, without the burden and baggage of having it been weighed down." By our past,
1: so I'll I'll start with the most recent thing, and that was the hiring of Coach Rule. Yeah, absolutely, big Um, one. So so that that for me is number one on this list as the most recent, Mm -hmm. um, the the most recent example of excitement for me. Uh, I remember uh, this was, gosh, last summer, and no two summers ago when they were really. you know, st- starting to talk a little bit more and more about like who could be the next coach. Cause this was when Scott Frost was kind of teeter tottering with yes. he could stay the coach, he yeah. could get fired. And so options were coming out. And then as August started to roll, um, September started to roll, October, you started seeing, okay, Scott Frost is not going to be there. Mickey yeah, so Joseph he got steps up as the interim fired that September. Right, yeah. it was it was against uh, it was the week before Oklahoma. Yeah, it
0: was right after Georgia Southern, and that's when also Coach Rule's name came Starts on the map. Yeah, because he was I, in a little hot water at 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 Carolina. Hadn't been fired yet, but and once he got fired, I had said, "This is him. Like yeah. he's the
1: guy. He's the option for this university. He, he is the person Nebraska needs to bring in to really." change the face of the program and I sat with that answer yeah even when Lane Kiffin uh Dave Aranda um Lance Leipold at some point was named Luke Fickle's name got out I think was circling too at the time all of these names were were options for Nebraska to reach out to Mm -hmm. I still rested on Coach Rule's the guy. Why? Because of Temple. Because of Baylor. Because he ma- made his way to the NFL and realized it wasn't for him. Don't forget about Urban Meyer was in the... Urban Meyer was in the mix. <laughs> Urban Meyer was actually the person I thought first. Yeah. Like Until right Rule after, got fired. Yeah. Well, because this was during the season. Yeah, right. Um, and I thought Urban Meyer, I said, if you want a coach that wins, it's Urban Meyer. Now, yeah. he didn't really fit the culture of Nebraska (laughs) so that that's why I kind of like veered off that path but coach rule for me was the most exciting addition because once I saw him step foot on campus and the impression that he made Mm -hmm. in his opening press conference I just knew I knew that he was going to make it work and even though season one didn't go as planned think about all the highs Mm -hmm. that you had in season one versus the lows. There were more highs and have been even bigger highs by getting Dylan Raiola to commit in offseason number two for Coach Rule. Uh, The sky is the limit Mm -hmm. for him.
0: Yeah, so I think that's a really interesting answer because if if not for one of the items on my list, I think last year with Coach Rule would have been way higher on everybody else's list as well. A lot of us came in, a lot of people from Nebraska, Nebraska fans, whatever, came into the Coach Rule hire with the baggage of the Scott Frost hire, right? Because Scott Frost was supposed to be the savior. He was supposed to be that guy. And so one of the items on my list was year, not year one, which was super exciting, but year two under Scott Frost, where going into year two, not once year two started, but going into year two, you had – Nebraska won four of their last six games, almost beat Ohio State down the stretch in year one. They had Adrian Martinez, who was, I believe, third in Heisman odds going into that season. Third. Ahead of guys like Jalen Hurts, by the way, who was awesome that year at Oklahoma. Um, You had Nebraska, had all of these expectations. You were coming off of a really great, true freshman season from uh, Mo Washington, who his career ended up ending because of legal issues back in California, right? this was the year two the before year two of scott frost was a it's hard to describe the hype now that it's gone and passed and we saw how the frost thing ended up playing out but the way year one ended and the way people looked at guys like adrian martinez and at that point, we don't know that Scott Frost isn't going to get it done yet. And so you assume it's going to get done the way they, the, the coaches were talking about the team. That to me is so high on the list because at that moment, even though they'd been four and eight the year before, it felt like, oh, this is about to happen. This is about to pop. And that is, in recent memory, I think the most excited people have been. Uh, what's number two? Number for you? two on my list, and
1: uh, this goes back. Just uh, a little (laughs) – a day or two before Coach Rule (laughs) got got his uh, coach contract. The win over Iowa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a big one. And the reason I think that was huge for this program is – Nebraska was in desperate need of something to believe in mm-hmm. and in desperate need of something just going well. Yeah. Like, they experienced so much turmoil in Scott Frost's final year. You had Mickey Joseph that, uh, you know, stepped in and, and did a nice job but still was working with a team that was kind of just a bunch of misfits on the field. Yeah, You, you had a <laughs> an amazing... Amazing wide receiver and Trey Palmer. You had a really nice quarterback in Casey Thompson, but Casey was like going through his own injury struggles that season because he was just taking a
0: beating. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, it that that sort of win though really set up that team going into the following year, which ended up being Coach Rule's first year. And I remember when when Coach Rule first got here, he he thought a lot like me in this in the sense of it wasn't going to be a slow burn in year one because they, they kind of had that after Scott Frost got fired. Like that was the so-called slow burn. And then when they put out the flame yeah. against Iowa, it was like, no, this team has confidence again. Mm-hmm. This team has a, a, a true belief structure. And so that, that win was so
0: big that, you know, Iowa would, what what did Iowa end up that year? Last year, 8-4, uh, and 8-5. and
1: five. And Iowa would have gone to the Big Ten title game if not for that loss, correct? I believe
0: so, yes. They needed it. They and needed that win that
1: one. for Nebraska showed, showed the team that they could beat anybody on any given night. Yep. Even when your team is, 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 is so far down in the dumps that you feel like you, you can't pull yourself out, that team did it. That team won the Heroes Trophy, and that team, you know, started instant progress for when Coach Rule got here. So that's why I date myself just two more days
0: because I think that win was so crucial for the confidence moving forward. Uh, So the next one for me, and I'm going back in chronological order basically, uh, and TK brought this one up as well, was 2010 uh, Taylor Martinez Mm -hmm. with – that especially like that the first few games of the season i think it was kansas state on a thursday night where this guy is just running roughshod over a pretty good kansas state team on national television and everybody's just like what the heck is going on this guy's just busting off 70-yard runs and you're like is this guy is this guy going to win the heisman like what's like he was a heisman hopeful after that game and everybody's just looking around like what's happening right now it was an incredibly fun moment it didn't last very long but an incredibly fun moment to be a husker fan um we can hit our number threes right uh when we come back from the break we'll wrap up our number two as well we will continue our signing day coverage here on heard at sports radio